0: Is it better to use your charity money on the building campaign or for the programming fund? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Frieden. today we are on page 29 of Tractate Nadarim and we learn that bricks and mortar are temporary, human investments last forever. Welcome to the Transformative Duff and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with a story. Rabbi Chaim Oza Grozinsky was once approached by a woman seeking assistance from her presumed "aguna" status. The esteemed rabbi tried desperately to come up with halakhic solutions for the woman, but to no avail. He asked her to return the next day. That night he had a dream, in which a cobbler appeared and instructed him to look up a particular safer. He jumped out of bed and sure enough the solution was right there in black and white. In the morning the woman arrived and Rabbi Chaim Oza resolved her situation. He then started making inquiries about the cobbler, only to find out that the man had died a few years earlier. Perplexed, he went to see the Chavetz Chaim, who told him the whole story. It's no wonder, said the Chavetz Chaim, I remember that cobbler well. He was a generous contributor to the members of the Yeshiva and Kolal. And since he earned a portion of their Torah, undoubtedly in heaven they are revealing all the secrets of the Torah to him. Let's look at today's Gemara. Says the Mishnah, if a person vows, may these plants be an offering until they are chopped down, they have no redemption. Says the Gemara, and they are not subject to redemption forever. Barapada says, if you redeem them, they become consecrated again, as they have not yet been cut down. If you redeem them again, they become consecrated again, until they are cut down. Once they are cut down, he redeems them once, and it is sufficient. And ullah said, once they are cut down, one does not need to redeem them again because they are no longer consecrated. Huvah said to Ullah, where did their sanctity go? What then would happen if one said to a woman, today may you become my wife, but tomorrow you shall not be my wife? Could she depart without a get? Rava said to him, how can you compare material holiness to personal holiness? Material holiness may disappear, personal holiness does not disappear. Let's analyze the Gemara. The Gemara contrasts two infusions of sanctity. One may be temporary, while the other is eternal. The example offered is a person who consecrates his plants until they are cut down. If that was his stipulation, then indeed, once they're cut down, the holiness departs. Contrast that with the case of one who is makade, she consecrates a woman to be his wife, stipulating that they will only be married for the day. Unlike the first situation, the next day she can't simply walk away from the marriage. Once she's consecrated, she's consecrated. Unless, of course, they have a get proceeding. What's the difference between these two examples? One was a monetary, material consecration. The other was a human consecration. Material holiness may disappear. Personal holiness does not disappear. That's how Rabbi Shlomo of Radomsk learns the Gemara. When we do mitzvahs, he explains, we infuse our bodies with sanctity and become holy. In like manner, he expounds the meaning of the Tov prayer, Vahasieinu Hashem. It's normally understood as, may Hashem raise up for us the blessing of the festival. But Rabbi Shlomo connects the word to Nisuin, meaning marriage. Every Tov, he says, God consecrates us to him as his betrothed. While this concept might not seem so profound, most people struggle with human consecration. What do I mean? Well, people like donating money towards buildings. You see your donation in bricks and mortar. It's tangible. You can see very clearly how your money has been spent. It's much more difficult to raise funds for programming and salaries. As the donor, you have no idea where your money's gone. You almost feel as if you have nothing to show for your donation, nothing that you can point to. But as Reava says, material holiness eventually disappears. Buildings don't last forever. Personal holiness, however, never disappears. When you invest your charitable dollars in human capital, your investment has an impact upon generations and generations of real, live human beings. That means investing in yeshivas. That means investing in kollels. It means investing in shul programming, rabbinic and youth staffing. It means investing in day schools. Most of the money will go to putting food on the table of the employees. But those consecrated funds will endure forever. When you donate toward outreach programs such as NCSY, you earn a share in all the successes of the program. When young people are impacted and they make a decision to commit themselves and their future families to live a Jewish life, your donation lasts an eternity. Material holiness may disappear, but personal holiness never disappears. It makes a person feel good to see his name on bricks and mortar, but major investments don't bear fruit immediately. They take years of hard work and spiritual toil, May you invest your stock in eternal human capital. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daph for years, or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daph global movement, there's something in the transformative Daph for everyone. It's about joining the conversation, it's about talking over the Daph with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter, contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of Simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daff is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daff.